Are the expectations way too high? Where do we go from here? The only question, how long can it last? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Zero to 100. I'm Zach DeSalvo, and joining me as he always does is Eric Padilla. And we've got a returning guest on the show, favorite of some of our fans when it comes to the NBA talk, Alex Kersenny. Fellas, how are we doing today? Doing pretty good, man. NBA playoffs, we're back, baby. Yeah, it's great that the, you know, the NBA season is tipping off now. Um, you know, <laughs> time of year is great that, you know, basketball season is upon us. It is crazy to think that we made it through a 72-game season. Like it, it feels like they just left the bubble a month ago, and and here we are back in the playoffs again. Everyone's limping their way there. I mean, and we're recording this right now as uh, the Atlanta New York Knicks game is going on, and they just showed a shot of the crowd. And wow, can it just the joy that you see, and also nervousness of like fifteen thousand fans, twenty thousand fans in an arena. You're just like. We're so back, guys. We're there's, so back. Oh, yeah. yeah, America's back. There's nothing. There's nothing like it. That's for sure. Now, just don't talk about the rest of the world and the vaccine progress. But yeah. America, we <laughs> we'll is kind there. of back. We'll get there. Well, well, for the listeners out there today, um, we'll kind of have a different format on the pod this week. We've been uh, Padilla and I have been off for almost three weeks now, and we didn't really do anything exciting. We just were, you know, couldn't really. We were too hungover some days to record on a Sunday, and we just couldn't pull it together. But we're back. We're going to get an episode out before another three-day weekend rolls around. Um, so we're going to kind of catch up on all the things that we've missed out on, and and then we'll give you guys some NBA takes at the end. So, fellas, first topic for today. Um, let's kind of kick it off. I want to hear what you guys thought about the NBA play-in games, not necessarily the results, but what did I don't, Christine? I don't think we've really gotten your opinion on this yet. What did you think of the new play-in format? So for at least this year, it was phenomenal because you had how many Hall of Famers playing in these playing games, right. specifically between Golden State and the Lakers. And the it was amazing to see that that game specifically drew in more of an audience than uh, any game since, what, the 2019 finals? So... It, you see that it works, but the caveat there that goes with it is you need the stars in it. And not every year you're going to have LeBron James and Steph Curry and Anthony Davis and Draymond Green. You know, you're not going to have that matchup every single year. This was sort of a special occasion because of all the you know extraordinary uh, variables that were you know coming into this season here. But I thought the, the game was phenomenal. It came down to the wire. It was entertaining. It was fun. It gave us so many, you know, memories and memes and all that that goes with it into games these days. And, you know, it's great. And I think, you know, the, the maybe it could use a little bit of tweaking, but it creates that sense of urgency. Like the wild card game in baseball has become so exciting because it's one and done. It's you're playing for your life. You're not, you don't get three out of five games. You don't get four out of seven games. You, it is almost for some of these teams, it's one and done. You, you've got, there's a sense of urgency that you don't have in a seven game series. Yeah, I think too, I mean, you kind of mentioned that having those, you know, all time great players involved in it too. We're probably never going to get the combination of, you know, two top 10 of all 10 of all time guys and then other stars in the league and also have it be these two just major, major markets. I mean, 
I think the fact that it was just the Bay Area versus LA really helped draw in a huge crowd too. And I'm not sure that you get that if it's, you know, something like San Francisco versus Milwaukee, which I guess that wouldn't happen, but you know what I mean? Like a smaller, a smaller market that has a star. San Francisco, you mean Golden State? Yeah. I'm saying you just mean like San Fran area. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Yeah, No, yeah. It's, it was just, it was remarkable. And also the more extraordinary thing, I know people love to just hate on the NBA these days that are looking for any opportunity, you know, that certain crowd. Um, But the remarkable thing about this ratings that tells you it's promising for the NBA, that game was tipped off at 10 o'clock Eastern time. Yeah. You didn't get these coast people. And it drew that kind of ratings on eastern standard time so that's that that is a very telling thing that no no one's tired of lebron and you know it, like there's certain you know people that you know <clears throat> clay travis uh that you know hate <laughs> on lebron um go woke, he's go just broke. as popular as ever people want to see him people want to see steph the stars matter in this league and it's a star driven league and but unfortunately like next year we're going to get like jazz grizzlies again and like spurs I don't know. I mean, Minnesota. next year is probably going to look like what the other three games did, right? I mean, you had yeah. Hornets versus Pacers, which was horrible. Yeah. Um, and, you know, even like Wizards versus Boston, like that could have been, th- those are some decent names in that game, but it was a pretty bad game. I mean, but yeah, I know you watched most of these games. I think that Warriors and Lakers one was really the only one that was really great until I guess Grizzlies and uh, Warriors ended up being good too, but then you have oh, that yeah. outcome. So I'm confused. So did you guys like the playing game or did you guys only like the Lakers Warriors game? Cause that's all you guys are talking about. Cause <laughs> he's like, Oh, yeah. I absolutely love the playing game. But then he names off Lakers. And yeah. Warriors well, that's players. the thing. Like you only remember that one though. Right. And I, that's maybe the problem. I'm a big hater on the playing game in general. Cause I don't yeah. think, I think you're, first of all, you're just rewarding mediocrity so you're saying okay these really shitty teams that were the nine and ten seeds let's throw them let's give them an extra game against you know two teams that also haven't been that great so that's one problem i think the second problem is too is you're you're making it harder for your uh top two seeds in each conference because like the a team like the jazz i mean the memphis and warriors game ended on friday night so they literally got they got like 24 hours to prep while teams like you know, Denver and Portland and LA and Mavericks have had like an entire week of getting to game plan for their, for their first round matchup. So I think you're just making it more difficult for your top two teams at the same time. But, but are you, are you not making it more difficult for the actual teams that made the play in? Cause they basically, they play those games and then they're on short later, rest, but they're also, yeah. but then, then, okay, again, it's back to like rest versus rust. So like, yeah, like, a, yeah. but a younger team, like, I mean, I don't it know. Kinda, it like basically goes both ways. I do get what you're talking yeah. about because you obviously prepping for a playoff game, like the whole series is, is huge, but no, dude, I, I do uh, agree with you though. Like, yeah, being like, that's why you probably shouldn't even want to be the one and two seed. You should probably just stick between the, the three, the three and the six. Like you at least know who you're going to figure out who you're going to play in the, in the playoffs instead of waiting. But yeah, I mean, it, I'm like kind of question it a little bit. I mean, it's it was all right. It was cool. Like that Lakers Warriors game was was awesome. I mean, I was pumped that the Wizards made it <laughs> into the eighth seed. But but yeah, like you said, I mean, 
why are we rewarding the nine and the 10 seed for not so good seasons and having a chance to make the playoffs, but at the same time, Hey, you're the seven and eight win your games. Yeah. And there's going to be the worst part too, is, you know, like Steph is out of the play of out of the playoffs now because nah, that's not even bad. You should have fucking won the game. You can't keep letting them off him and Draymond defensive player of the year finalist, MVP finalist. They should have won the damn game. Don't let them off easy. That's their own fault. They lost to a really young team, and you can't give them a pass. Well, if it was not for this format, they would be in. And, you know, but I think the thing is, you know, you got to look at, like, you know, the entertainment standpoint. There's going to be some years where the seven and eight seeds are below 500. Now add in potential that the nine and 10 seeds, even lower, even lower percentage. Even just worse. There's going to be some years where the 10 seed sneaks in and it's just not going to be fun for anyone. Maybe there'll be like the Cinderella story, but man, like when you get to a 10 seed, like they're just bad teams. They're not good. They're not playoff worthy. That's what I don't get is I just don't get why we're saying like, yeah, let's give more high leverage games to these teams that really aren't good. Like, I guess, I don't know if maybe there's a way they could fix it where instead of adding two more teams, maybe you make the like five through eight seed kind of jockey for position in some sort of like playoff tournament where you could jump another playoff team, but I don't know. Or even like be within a win margin, like how they did it in the bubble last year. Yeah. Like you got to be between like a certain win margin in order to get it. That hurts sort of potential advertising. Will there be some years where you don't have that game? Yeah. Um, Because, but also with to sort of counter your point there, Padilla, I I mean, it's, the Warriors earned that seven, what were they, the seven or eight seed um, going into the playoff plan? The eight. The, eight seed. The eight, okay. Playing. But they sort of earned that in the second half of the season. Like they started playing really, you know, good basketball there. And, you know, maybe specifically Steph. And, you know, they almost, you know, earned their way. I mean, because it's not a really good roster. It's a young roster. It's really just raw, no clay this year. Excuses. Um, I know it's an excuse. I know. Yeah. Some people will view it an excuse, but. They sort of earned that their way into that. They had to claw and really fight their way to get, even get into the playoffs. And in previous years, they would have been in. But now in this new format, you know, anything can happen in, in these games. You had to go up against LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and then boom, you lose that one in a heartbreaker. And then next thing you know, you're playing for your life after having to play an overtime game 48 hours before. Well, and I think, too, the fact that it's one game. I mean, I know like the, the Grizzlies and Warriors played, I think, like four times this season and that Memphis game that they won is the only time they beat them. So even if you made it like a best of three, I think that would be better because I don't think like, I think if those teams played 10 times, the warriors are probably winning like seven of them. I mean, yeah. Memphis then, had their young star that like exploded and went for like 40 points. I mean, you're not going to get that every time around. And then, and then that's the point too. Like if you start getting to, Oh, best out of three series, that's when you probably just need to eliminate this whole plan. Yeah. Cause then it's just if, too long of a wait till the yeah, playoffs. Cause then you're just adding more games. It's like if, yeah, say the warriors say they do best out of three, say that third game, Steph Curry gets hurt, but they still win the game. Oh, they make, the eighth seed, but now Curry's not in the playoffs. Like it's just more of a chance for these players to get hurt. Yeah, true. Then yeah, it's just more games. This this whole playing play. thing is just basically it's going to be an experiment, and it's gonna it's probably going to suck for a little bit too because I feel like they're just going to be changing so many things with it as the years go by. And the Knicks just lost. 
Oh, pain. Damn. Pain for the New York Knicks fans. Hang on, I'm, I'm a few <laughs> seconds behind here. 9.8 <laughs> seconds to go. Atlanta inbounding. Number three. I don't know who that is. All right, so he inbounds to... This, oh, can, can you even name a single player on either Trae of Young. these teams? Trey Young. <laughs> Yeah, Chris, can dribbling. you name the Knicks starter? <laughs> oh, wow. Tra- oh, wow. 0.9 seconds to go. Knicks still have a chance. He, oh, he's, he's, he's John at the crowd. He says, shut up or something like that. Oh, Spike Lee's not happy. Spike Lee is not happy. So he stole home court advantage, huh? I do love that they're using those ultra high definition cameras on the sidelines that they did in the NFL. That's pretty cool. Yeah, the 4K or whatever they're called. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. All right, next topic. Uh, okay, so over the last couple of weeks, and this this is kind of old news now, but again, we're catching up. We want to give you guys our thoughts on this. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars have a new tight end. <laughs> guys, Tim Tebow is back in the NFL. If you haven't heard, uh, his jersey was one of the top sellers when they released it a couple days ago. Uh, do you think this thing's going to work out for Tebow, or is this just all kind of a get some publicity and then call it a day? Uh, I think it does. I feel like even if he sucks, Urban, Urban Meyer's his coach. Him and Urban Meyer got a great relationship. I just feel like he's just going to be taking up a roster spot if he's trash still. Yeah, remember he signed a contract one year under a million dollars and nothing guaranteed. I, I think it's just one of those things where Jacksonville is in – not that Urban Meyer should be caring about marketing, but like they're just the bottom of the bottom in terms of the NFL markets and attention and – revenue, all that kind of things. But there's a couple of theories out here. Um, so one, uh, it was Max Kellerman. I try not to dive into these morning show topics. Oh, wow. You watched first take? No, no, I did not watch. I was listening to his radio show, actually. Oh. I was driving out to a story. Oh, God, that's week. even worse. I know, right? <laughs> but there was nothing else available. Like, I didn't have Bluetooth available for my you know, iPhone, so I couldn't listen to other things. But he was saying he thinks it's possibly a smokescreen, like I was saying a few minutes earlier, that it's just used to help take some attention off Trevor Lawrence. Now, Trevor Lawrence has said he's not out to prove anything. And he, it doesn't feel like he's feeling any pressure at this point. And, you know, he seems pretty calm under it, all things considered. He won a national championship as a freshman, true freshman there. So I think, you know, that could be a possibility that they just brought him in. Um, that way, not everyone's talking about Trevor Lawrence. But then, like, you want your attention on the guy that you just drafted to be your quarterback for the next 15 to 20 years. Like, you thought that would maybe work out. Yeah, another theory the attention grabber you want is like the supposed yes. best number one overall pick ever. Yeah. I, and another theory here is maybe it, it's, you know, and I was listening to Bomani Jones and Dominique Foxworth and they were saying, well, Tebow's he's been homeschooled, you know, ever since high school. And all he's ever known in terms of social interactions is teams, man. And, you know, him and Urban Meyer have a good relationship. So maybe he reached out to him about the possibility of this and, you know, what if Tebow's just, he just doesn't know how to quit because he doesn't, you know, he, he's only known to be. I love the psychoanalysis. So when he, yeah. So when he (laughs) quits baseball, you know, this is the next best outlet. And, you know, I know there was talks about transitioning into tight end, but that sounds like that wasn't working out. So I don't know. It's, it's just stupid. Probably it's going to end up nowhere. He's not finally got to have sex after he got married and just couldn't fulfill his life. (laughs) Sports good. So no, Uh, again, Maybe we got a little quarterback battle between uh, Lawrence Minshew and, and Tebow. Is there is there any chance that he, what do you think the odds are of Tim Tebow being the starting quarterback week one? Like I'm sure you can bet that in Vegas. 
it's got to be through the roof. Oh, yeah. I mean, I was already looking at some bets not too long ago. And they had, well, it was like last week and they had bets. Uh, I think Stugatz even brought it up on the show about him, like that hitting the over on 10. Uh, oh, how many snaps that Tebow would yeah, take? 10 snaps or something like that. Cause that's a good bet, right? I mean, if you, yeah. if he does actually make the roster, you've got to think that they could kind of use him for, you know, trick plays, things like that, where he actually ends up taking a snap. But also there's something that, that he's going to be a tight end there though. Right. That's what they brought him in. Maybe that it's not necessarily a tight end. Maybe they see him as a, uh, um, Oh God, I'm blanking on the name. Whoever's in new Orleans there, <laughs> yeah, but I, maybe that's what they actually see with him. You know, instead of full-time tight end, but if he's going to be a full-time tight end, he's going to have, he's just going to be living his worst life. Yeah. Well, he already has a target on his back. Like once they signed him, every, but like the Steelers were basically like, Oh, just wait till we play you. Like, yeah. Well, not, not even the Steelers, but like, think about all the guys trying to make a roster. They're going to be trying to make a name for themselves. His teammates there in camp who are, you know, they're fighting for a roster spot. They want to make a name for themselves. They're going to be going after him in practice, you know, and in drills. So his, he's not even safe from his own team. He is big though. So he's got that going. For he's him. a massive motherfucker. He's he, a beefcake. He's thick with three, maybe four C's dude. He's That's big. why I just don't understand playing. It's like, dude, you're still super good looking. Like just go be on TV, make way more money doing that. than you make being a, Oh third. yeah. He could go host a show or something. Also, but if you go back and look at, Tebow like he's lucky he had like an ungodly amount of talent around him at Florida like his throwing even at Florida I'm like oh it's painful to watch oh, man yeah it was terrible I'm like it's still so incredible work? that he won a playoff game in the NFL like against, against the, Steelers. the Steelers too oh my god yeah the Steelers defense game. was one of the top but they just stopped playing defense they just like okay and they, they stopped respecting him that game and he had a heyday and well, that's why I always say like Tebow is, is my favorite Broncos QB ever because that season was with him was just it, it it's oh. weird to you know bring up the religious aspect of it and whatnot, but like it was literally like God had come down and touched this man and just made him be able to pull off these insane miracles because he was so bad, but then five minutes left in the fourth quarter, the dude would score like three touchdowns and win the game. It was unbelievable. Bust the reins down in mile high. That's right. Well, you know they, uh, you know that they say God is a Broncos fan because the uh, sunsets are Broncos colors. Well, isn't God a fan of everybody? No, just the Broncos. Well, wouldn't that work better? Like the joke, if like it, they're closer to God because it's mile high up. Oh, that, that works too. Yeah. Yeah. What? That's just, no, no okay. sunsets though. All right, on to the next topic. Uh, okay, guys. So I feel like over the last couple of weeks. There's been a lot of breakups going on in Hollywood. I mean, first of all, Bill and Melinda Gates. That was a pretty big tragedy to see those two call it quits after who knows how many years. And A-Rod and J-Lo. And J-Lo now already seen again with uh, with our boy Bruce Wayne, Batman, Ben, Ben Affleck. Uh, yeah. What do you guys think yeah. about what's going on here? Is, is love still a thing anymore? Damn, you had me scared for a second. I was like, shit, you and Ariel break <laughs> up or something? No, we're, we're going strong. <laughs> we're gonna try uh, and find some way to get that bill gates money though but uh i mean they're really two relationships that i was very uninterested in anyways so it like j-lo's gets a new man every few months so this isn't like anything crazy but shit the the fact that she's back with uh ben affleck it's pretty hilarious 
Wait, weren't J-Lo and A-Rod dating for a while? Yeah, they were engaged, I'm pretty sure, right? Yeah, like, they were they, engaged. They were yeah. for years, too. Like, um, Was it years? Were, like how I think long? so. Yeah. yeah, they were together. I feel for like years. this was like only like a maybe like a year and a half thing. I swear it was longer than that. Like maybe two, three years. I swear this shit started during the pandemic. Okay, I just found I just found the <laughs> JLo Alex Rodriguez uh, dating timeline. It sounds like February 2017 is when things started oh, to wow. heat up a little bit. Hmm. So yeah, that was a pretty. I mean, yeah, over over three years, right? If they just kind of broke it off this last spring, yeah. they maybe right before that four year anniversary. How, how long ago did they get engaged, though? Uh, let's see if that's on this timeline. Maybe they rushed it. Now, do, do we put in any credibility into these Jose Canseco takes? Oh, like, no. <laughs> like, he's been kind of right about some he's, of these things, man. He's I'm still like, con- what does he know? He's still concussed from the rough and rowdy knockout that he Yeah, he owes of. me money. <laughs> he still counts his money from that, too. That's what he's doing. You made, yeah, what, a million dollars off of that thing? Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, the ben, I love the Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez aspect because it sounds like uh, Ben Affleck was tampering. Uh, yeah, it does, yeah it does it sounds like he was kind of involved before before they really split the split the dot but is wait, that, i mean what's what's the ground rules for that where it's like okay it looks like they're officially breaking and then like they haven't done it yet but like you swoop in like is that oh he was clean? probably already in there during the whole thing hmm. i think once the rumors fly that they're splitting they probably it's probably already kind of been happening for a couple weeks so yeah. maybe Maybe Ben had some inside sources and he knew about it before it went public and he was already kind of sliding in those DMs. Well, I have, I have an inside source that J-Lo broke it off because A-Rod went and bought the Timberwolves. Like she was, well, she was trying to get in on it. She was the money partner in that thing. <laughs> yeah, but then she found out it was the Timberwolves. And she yeah. Went, what the hell is this? Bad. Want to live in Minnesota, Minneapolis for the uh, rest of your life? Oh, there's but, no, uh, so he'll, how many games a year do you think he'll be at? Cause that, that, they he got approved to buy the team, so I think he is buying them. He'll getting, probably isn't it like that Jeter situation where he's just the face of this, like right. he doesn't have the money to actually yeah, yeah. Like, and he'll he, yeah, he's, he's banks, never gonna but, be there. He's not gonna move to Minnesota. Um, I mean, he's rich, he can be take a private yeah. jet and be back in no probably problem. just the big games, dude. Like when actual stars go to the yeah, when LeBron's there, when, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the Bill and Melinda Gates one's interesting because, like, it's like heartbreaking. You, you heard about all these information coming out about Bill Gates. After, oh yeah, right? yeah. And then you see the pick the like the Epstein stuff like uh, surfaces again. And like, why? Like, why are why are you rich people hanging out? Like, what's going on here? And I know like that won't help any of the conspiracy theories out there, of course. But um, Epstein but then, is the only person that can keep us all together. He's like the one person that everyone agrees is a scumbag, and that you're favorite politician probably hangs out with no matter what side of the aisle you're on yeah and i'm like why where was people seeing that but then were there cheating allegations with bill gates wasn't there something where he he had Pretty careful here yeah <laughs> well i mean I think if there was, he was something hanging... in his in his marriage where he was allowed to hang out with his ex-girlfriend or something weird like that oh wow yeah oh. i was gonna say well don't I mean, quote me on was... that <laughs> <laughs> i mean if he was close with epstein then he was probably, I mean, but like, say it was just, he, you know, um, saw other people during this time. Like you're Bill Gates, the richest person in the world. Like you've got to like, know that stuff just can't be held secret. Monica Lewinsky, clear, uh, clear example. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just like, I don't know. Like it, it, cause from the outside it looked like he was just, you know, they were this mid 
aged, you know, couple that, you know, they had a foundation together. They had a great relationship. They had kids and like, but obviously uh, things behind the scenes are, are different from the public, but like, well, that's what took down our guy, Jeff Bezos. Yeah. It was basically Bezos though. Bezos. uh, He kind of fits like, you're like, Oh no. Yeah. I can see it. I can see it. But that's just because he's like got a shaved head and wears leather jackets now. I mean, you look at a picture from him from 10 years ago. He's he looks just as just jacket as like, did he have hair? Uh, he was like a balding. I mean, he looked like those old pictures of Jeff Van Gundy on the coaching sidelines. He Oh, like, God. Yeah. 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 But yeah. Um, and then obviously we uh, the, the Kardashian and um, uh, Kanye. Kanye. Yeah, that was that was going to end the exact exact same way they, yeah. they were kanye's insane he's crazy lasted a lot longer than the old brooklyn Nets player you think humphreys is uh back in her dms trying to get Ooh. Back Ooh. Uh, that's, 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 yeah did humphreys that's legend chris humphreys <laughs> damn she's got you could have like a starting five with the with kim k's exes yeah she's, Who are she's her got exes she got she has a bunch of random are there other big ones like i know uh, Nick Cannon. Oh, really? Ray J. Ray J. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Humphreys, dumbass. Humphreys, oh, I think, is probably the big NBA name. But yeah. the Kardashians in general, I mean, you've got Ben Simmons, uh, Devin Booker. Well, Humphreys. shit. Yesterday, That's Harden the versus name, Tristan right? Thompson. Yeah, Tristan Thompson. And James Harden, Harden. Dude, going at it. They used to fight for Chloe. Speaking of the Kardashians, this was kind of another uh, a topic I wanted to bring up, so we'll kind of transition into this. But are are is punk rock guys back? I mean, you look at like Courtney Kardashian dating Travis Barker, and she's giving him tattoos that say "I love you." Machine Gun Kelly has just totally flipped and made a comeback. Yeah. Now he's dating Megan Fox. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't get it, guys. I don't get it because let me just say, I just want to come out here with this take. I am better looking than those guys. Like, I, I like, how are they landing <laughs> these like supermodel? I'm better looking than those guys. Like, it's just not a debate. Like, I'm looking. I'm like, what? What do you? Oh, you can drum really well. You can like sing lyrics and just get destroyed by Eminem. That's awesome. Oh like, my god. I, I like. I look at Machine Gun Kelly. I'm like, who the hell do you think you are? Like, who are you? Like. Where'd you come from? I can't name a single song of yours. I have no interest in you, but yet here you are waltzing up to the front of the club. Like, get over yourself, Machine Gun Kelly. Machine Gun Kelly's musical career is really retaken off too, Kersenny. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, but he's he's pretty, pretty popular good. now. I, I don't know a single song. I, I don't know him if he came well, on the radio. Well, I was about to say, like, I mean, did you know him when he was a rapper? I, I, only when Eminem destroyed him. What songs do you know outside of the Avengers score? <laughs> and Lord the of the Rings. Wars store. And <laughs> yeah, Star Wars. So, dude, really what I'm getting for damn, Crescenti, Hot Boy Summer for you is going to be rough. But, what? Because I don't have tats and piercings and <laughs> well, long no, hair? I think you might need to go you... punk, guy. Let me get oh, really shit. skinny and, like, well, you got that, I don't know, wear tight <laughs> jeans and tight <laughs> What'd you say? I said you got that already taken care of. <laughs> oh my god! Now, let, 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 let me just wear, but like, can I borrow your ripped jeans, Zach? Um, yeah, gladly. Yeah, I just like what? I mean, what is this phase, man? What is Dude, this? L- let us let me and Zach dress you for a night, and oh, let's no. see how that goes. That I think I can idea. hold. I can hold my own. If you saw me at the um, 
We're going to leave the quarter now. zip in the closet for the night. I mean, the quarter zip, you know, is, is you know, it's a certain type of bar you take to a quarter zip too. Um, but like if I, we were out to go, you know, clubbing in Vegas, like, you know, opposed to five years ago, I could hold my own now. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, club in Vegas. Yeah. Cause you've got to dress nice. You can definitely yeah, pull that down, but we're talking about like a normal Saturday, like a nice kickback. We're going to, we're day drinking. We're going to go to the bar after like, you need the right jeans. You need the right kicks. I don't. If we're day drinking, if we're day drinking, I don't know if we could. I, I have to wear like shorts. Like you can't be picking khaki. up chicks yeah. after day drinking. <laughs> we got to get you a nice gold chain, man. Yeah, like I, maybe I, one I, of those dangling earrings with the cross on it. <laughs> like, Chrisani, just wear. Just go to Tyler Hero's Instagram page and start buying all those outfits. Because I'm telling you, I mean, people like us, we're. But he wears like sweats. And he looks so great in them too. I mean, you go to these guys, you got to follow those their girlfriends. People like Katya. Kylie Jenner, Khloe Kardashian. We, you know, we're members of the media now as podcasters. So we need to follow these celebrities and know what's going on in their lives. So it's really important that we follow Katya. Shit, get one of Katya's outfits. <laughs> I, I uh, <laughs> listen, I, 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 I hear what you're saying and, you know, these trends, but I just can't do these certain styles. Like, you know, you see the NBA players showing up to the games and I'm like, I can't pull that off. I know my personality. Can't do it. Well, Not most happening. people can't. It's just really, they're just so famous that people will either hate it or they'll like it. And like when I go really to the it. Macy's downtown, I'm like, you know what? This button up looks nice and these khakis are nice. You know, uh, I mean, it's, I mean, you've, you, you've done a little bit better. Cause I mean, I remember college, like even a little bit after college, it was always gym shorts nike well, socks i've upgraded the gym shorts to almost this hybrid of like lululemon um <laughs> i've added a lot of that into my arsenal and you can you can be dynamic with that you can do a lot of oh, things yeah you can do everything with those uh you can do hot yoga with it you could go out for drinks with that you know um it, it's it's phenomenal it's the best brand out there that's for yeah sure. um but like I, I just don't need i don't i don't wear pants a lot so so let's do this so if any listeners you guys got to give Chriseni some tips on what kind of clothes you should be buying. Yeah, send we'll in your favorite, uh, our, your favorite brands, and we'll we'll see if we can get Chriseni. <laughs> we we got to do like a Levitard thing where you say, you know what, Zach, put it on the poll. Can Chriseni pull this off? Yeah, yeah, we'll put <laughs> yeah. an outfit up and see if Chriseni can pull it off. <laughs> or yeah, post a picture of uh, the uh, the infamous parachute pants and be like, is this iconic? Is this a good outfit? Well, I only got those in videos and I'm sure you don't want those leaking. I mean, it was, you know, it, was it was quite a night. No comment. <laughs> okay, moving on to the next topic here. Uh, all right, Kriseni, you're our uh, avid baseball fan on the pod. Uh, oh, it God. seems like the no-hitter is getting is happening more and more in baseball. So what I want to know from yes. you is are no hitters getting boring? Yes. Yes. Nice, nice. Of course they are. It's there. It's not meaning anything. Like I see these huge celebrations, I guess for the players, it means, you know, something because you know, it's, it's hard to do still. It's not easy, but I'm like, it's happening. Like it happened like three times last week. And I'm like, Happened what in the twice in like five days. And the only reason that's happening is because the analytics are telling people to swing for the fences. And so people are striking out more. So it's easier to get batters out and they're, you know, flying out, they're striking out. And yeah, it's, it's just sort of, it's just like, eh, like, okay. D call me when a perfect game happens. Perfect game hasn't happened since 2012. That was Felix Hernandez uh, pitching for the 
Mariners there. That was the last time, 2012, perfect game. Like, call me when a perfect game happens. Like, that will stop the world because that is hard to do. Um, but, yeah, no hitter. Eh. Like, at this point, like, it's just sort of been, like, five, 10 years ago, exciting. Now, eh. No hitter is kind of an indication that you saw a shitty game, too, right? I mean, there is no, there's no hits. That's why you go watch baseball. Yeah, I want to see someone take take someone yard 450 feet. I don't want to see, like, a, you know, someone ground out to second. So I'm yeah, I know you you're excited for no up. hitters. Oh, fuck, hell no. I was just literally, people are about to get pissed, but what's the difference between a perfect game and a no hitter? No one gets on base. For a perfect game? Yeah. Yeah, no hitter, you can, people can. 27 up, 27 down. Oh. It's really, really yeah, hard. That shit sounds fucking stupid. God. I feel like the no hitter is kind of turning into the triple double in the NBA where it's just like, Mm. we're kind of like, is this like the triple double used to be such a big deal, but it almost feels like over the last five years, just because the pace is picked up, you've got the three balls way more popular. So point guards, guards specifically are able to get more rebounds. Now it just seems like, it seems like it's not as cool anymore as it used to be. Nah, it's just because everybody hates Russell Westbrook and he's able to do it. And so that's why it sucks now. Man, he Westbrook made the the triple double not cool. I know. <laughs> Maybe because he was always trying to go for it, stealing those uh those rebounds from the free throw line. It was yeah, it was cool the first Hunting time. Rebounds. It, it now it's like it's an accomplishment, but you're like, yeah, like yeah, <laughs> like I don't know. There's something just about it that's like seems like everyone's getting it now. It's like, but are cool. they? I, n- no, exactly, exactly. But, <laughs> yeah, see. Well, I don't know. Like I mean, this, LeBron had like the, the worst like, game of his life against the Warriors, and he still and he it. still got it. But it's LeBron. Well, like even like like uh, they were uh, Sabrina Inescu, um, former Duck, and now she's on the New York Liberty, I believe. Like she got a triple double, and like Sports Center was covering everything. And I'm like, oh, just just wait till she like gets it every night, and it's like, oh. But that, but to be honest, double. but to be honest with you, that's actually cool though. Like she's it is she's a rookie. She's. Mm-hmm. Basically, he's one of Kobe's like prodigies in the WNBA, right. and they she's on like when she got drafted, they were saying this could possibly be one of the best bas- women's basketball players of all time. So, like seeing her oh, already be able to do that is is actually pretty cool. I mean, yeah, it'll probably get boring once she does. Yeah, that's it the thing though. Like, every you just, time over, you know, over. the inevitable of like, oh, like once you see it once, you've seen it, you know, forever. <laughs> then, Perfect. but. Then what if they always did that? What if perfect games were always a thing? Would you? That'd be just, boring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the more you see it, the more boring it gets. I mean, like Luca gets triple doubles. All like the we like the rarity. Like we like something that's never been done or something that just never really. But this happens. is never being done. Like with Westbrook, he's getting triple double after triple double, and he but he's sort of done this this volume shooter kind of thing. Like he's just like intentionally trying to go out and do it. Um, okay, so he's intentionally going out and giving assists. Like yeah. he's a point guard. He's supposed to do that. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. But there's something about it. It's just like I, I don't know, man. It just looks like no, no. I, I get, I get where you're coming from. I mean, yeah, I think it's more the, re- it's I've, more the rebounds with Russ. I think that he's like he really kind of like hunts those when he's when he's when he needs. Like, them. He's putting up all these stats, but they got to generate into wins, and they got to like. Like they do gotta, look at look at what? look at his record when he gets a triple double. It's it's a meaningless it's a meaningless stat, but. It's insane. Yeah, I, I just like, you know, 
I don't know. You should focus your team around like how are we how we get the players that are going to get us the wins here that 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 have us a chance of getting to the conference finals and the finals there. And you know, you saw Russ alone there, and yeah, in the NBA, yeah, you can't really do it alone anymore. But like, they were just sort of like you know, five hundred. They were just sort of floating above water. Not oh no, like- yeah, I I get it. They both like they were ass to begin the season. They and were. I, I think if, if, shit. if if he wants to win a a title, he's going to have to probably change his style there. That's going to fit complement someone else there. Like, I, I just don't foresee him getting back to the finals. No, you know, with this sort of style. Even, even that, like, I don't even think it's so much the style. It's just, I think at this point in his career, it's more of, he needs to be surrounded by like, he needs to go join a super team. He needs to go join someone like the Clippers or, Someone who's got off, his contract needs to end because at that <laughs> price they're paying him, you can't win a championship with someone that expensive and as bad or not bad as he is, but as not consistently good as he is. So yeah. if he's, I mean, if you're paying him like 15 million a year, then yeah, he's a great player. But when you're paying him 50 million a year and he takes up half your payroll, then that kind of limits your ability to put good pieces around him to really be a good team. All right, let's transition to the next topic we've got for today. I want to hear from you guys about, and maybe Kriseni, this one's kind of right up mm. your alley too. What do you guys think of the Steph and LeBron relationship? Because it's it's kind of weird how I feel like they were they were the magic and bird rivalry through the NBA for so many years, and now they kind of seem like they're buddy buddies. I think you uh, see that happen a lot with some rivalries and athletes as they get older. Like you've seen it with, you know, I'll go back to tennis comparisons a lot, but you know, Novak Djokovic and Roger Federer don't really like each other, but as the years have gone on, they've sort of had this little friendship um, and, and respect for each other. You know, they're not buddy buddies by any means, but there's a lot of respect. And you've seen, you know, Rafa and Roger, you know, gain a, a friendship there. And I think you're seeing sort of the same with Steph and LeBron, you know, as they've, you know, um, gotten older and their legacies have been cemented, you know, I, I think, they 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 have that mutual respect and understanding and I, I i know a lot of people think oh they're gonna play with each other but i i think it's just one of those things where it's like game respects game and yeah i kind of agree it's just a different it's just a different uh decade really like i don't know you kind of saw it like back then like the rivalry the trash talking all that kind of stuff people would flat out come out and say no i don't like you but i don't know the nba is one of the few leagues where it almost seems like they're all just one big family. And so like seeing them, seeing them get along, it's, it's not surprising. I mean, it's two of the best basketball players of all time and two of the best basketball players in the NBA right now. So LeBron's not a shitty person at all. Neither is Steph Curry. So them being friends and all that kind of stuff isn't, isn't surprising, but LeBron could just be trying to recruit him or vice versa. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. Chris, any, any fear that uh, <laughs> Steph will be joining the purple and gold and teaming up with LeBron to avenge the creation of the Brooklyn Nets super team. I know it's really hard for an athlete to stay on one team his whole career, but it seems like the warriors and maybe Steph, you know, they want to, they want to be able to make it work where he's only a warrior. He's a warrior for life. At this point, he's gone so far. And I, I just, Steph's getting to the point where he's still going to be really good for a few years, but like, I don't know. There's a certain point where 
you, you start creating these super teams at older ages and they never work out. It, the Lakers tried Lakers. <laughs> Yeah. The Lakers tried it and it failed miserably. And I just, it's a huge, the risk reward. I'm like, I, I just don't know. Like there's going to be an end point for LeBron. There's gonna be a point where LeBron can't do it anymore. It, I, I don't know who's going to hit it first Steph with his injuries or LeBron with, you know, his nagging injuries or, you know, his eye situation or you know, <laughs> his whatever. shoulder now. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I'm not really, I don't think so. I, I think it's more for, they know, like they, they know, they, they, they know what people are saying on the internet, but maybe okay, they're, okay. they're buttering I'm, it up a little I bit. I mean, they should have a roster, a roster spot open, right? If Draymond gets traded to the Blazers. That is probably more likely to happen. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, uh, although I just don't know. Does, does, does Draymond to the Blazers make the Blazers a Doesn't Western Conference finals team? I don't. Doesn't do anything. I don't think, I don't see why either. I guess I, I get why a guy like Dame wants to play with Draymond because you see how how easy Draymond makes the game for Steph. And yeah. the Blazers just don't have someone like that. So I think Dame ends up having to do a lot more when it'd be way easier for him if he didn't. But I don't, I just don't know why if you're the Warriors, like why would you do that unless you can get something really good back? And I don't know that you can. Also, you know, you just moved into a brand new um, you know, arena there after the pandemic, people are going to be looking at their bottom line even more. And if you get rid of your star guy, you know, attendance is going to hurt, you know, Jersey sales are going to hurt. You're going to be looking at everything there and just losing a well, you got Wiseman now the star it sounds like the warriors are just gonna be patient with him and he could be a work in progress there and they're not rushing him by any means so it's probably a good call because they that literally turned their season around when he got hurt and couldn't play anymore yeah i don't know like it's some sometimes like these things just take time like your boy out in denver uh the the loaf of bread Jokic. yeah yeah um, I mean, he was the Ophi loaf yeah he 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 was quite the journeyman himself to becoming an mvp candidate yeah uh, yeah. he, he was not a star as some of these guys, Giannis, I mean, a lot of these guys, they are work in progress and you just need to develop them over time and, you know, not rush them and throw them into the fire because that's the worst thing that you could possibly do with some of this talent. Yeah. But those are, those are kind of different stories. Cause those were like, Jokic just second round pick. Yeah. And Giannis was like a 15, uh, like a 15th pick in the first, in the first round. This guy was what? Number one. Yeah. Number two. Yeah. Number two. But yeah, just try not to put any, you know, added pressure on, you know, that's, that's what yeah. uh, Jacksonville's doing with uh, Trevor Lawrence. That's, that's the smoke screen. But, that is Tebow. But isn't that, the th- but that's going to be really tough though. When you get put on, when you get drafted by a team that has a player like Steph, a player like clay, a player like Draymond, they're going to expect a lot out of you. They're not going to let you just kind of gradually improve each year well you don't have to do as much early on though when you have those guys right but it's a win now situation so like really you have to like be ready to go like i don't know if they have the time to wait for them to get true but like what 19 year old has ever you know taken the world by storm and just been absolutely dominant (laughs) and your best friend lebron james man (laughs) well no because no no but he even he is at age 28 he was a much better player than at age 18 I dude, I don't. Maybe, yeah. He because he definitely had time, but <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> yeah. But LeBron James was a freak at nineteen. LeBron James has been amazing ever since he got into the NBA. I hate like, to say it, but like Lamelo Ball, for however good he was this year, he's going to be even better five years from now. Well, I think the challenge for the Warriors is I I think by from everything that it sounded like was they picked Wiseman because they thought he would be 
a, you know, pretty immediate impact. Um, and that's why they, you know, that's why they used that pick for someone like that, because you want a guy that can come in and help you win now, not necessarily someone that you can say, okay, like we're, this guy's going to be useful for us in four years. Cause they just don't really have that time horizon with, with clay and Steph, but, but who knows? You're right. I mean, yeah, he'll, I'm sure he'll be, I'm sure he'll be better over the next four yeah. years or else that if not, then that's a really, really bad pick, but yeah, I think he'll, he, he'll get better on in his fourth year when he's playing for the Detroit Pistons on a 10 and for the Shanghai Knights when he's sent down from the NBA. <laughs> Yikes. All right. Last random topic before we get into the NBA stuff, guys, I feel like this was one of the biggest uh, news stories over the last couple of weeks. Plenty of memes and funny videos came out of this, but there was a pretty big gas shortage down uh, in the <laughs> South part of our country. Um, I'm curious from you guys, if you thought there was a gas shortage and you were going to go fill up random objects that you have laying around your house with gas so that you wouldn't have to pay these high prices, what's your go-to object that you're picking to like go fill up with gasoline? Like other than just like a gas tank? Other than a gas tank, yeah. Because clearly people didn't have those or else you would think they wouldn't be dumping gas in trash bags. You would think like one of those like storage bins. Like those big storage bins that a big Tupperware kind of thing. Yeah, not a fucking plastic bag like some of these dipshits. <laughs> like what the heck, dude? I honestly saw somebody on Friday here in Olympia filling up like three gas tanks of gas, and I'm just and it's just some old dude. And I'm just like, oh my god, it's like idiots. This is the exact premise of that episode from Always Sunny, where they're like they're trying to come up with a business model of like selling gas. <laughs> And they're just like, they fill up a bunch of gas with like those barrels or whatnot. And then they like sell it outside the gas station at like a cheaper rate, which means they lose money. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm looking around the room right now. Like I don't have a random object that I would like fill it up with. But yeah, people were just like, I, I just, it's ridiculous. Like this is what America is. Come I, to yeah. Like. like, I don't know if this, I'm sure this video was kind of fake. But I saw there's a video of someone filling up a sock. There were so some of those that I think had to like I saw the person that had someone was filling up a laundry basket and it literally <laughs> it had like holes in it. And they were just like trying to they're like filling that and it was all like sneaking out the holes. It was like, you can't be this stupid. There's just no way. Yeah, they're just, you know, a bunch of um, you know, uh stubby Tuesdays glasses. Oh man, that would hold a lot of gas. Oh my god. Uh, fuel in those bad boys i mean that's basically what it's just fuel is what you put in a stubby's glass anyway yeah he might you might he really might as well just have a stubby glass filled with gasoline and that's how it's going to get you fucked up for the oh, night, basically the same effect thanks everyone for listening this week we had so much great content that we really wanted to you know make sure we get to all of it for you guys since we've been gone for so long so this week we are dropping two pod so make sure to listen to the second one that should be available now wherever you got this podcast